What is up, guys? Thank you for joining us in another episode of Christian Universe Podcast. Um, today we are joined by Jaden again, and we are going to be continuing our discussion. Well, not continuing, but part two of what we talked about last week, which was freedom, um, where liberty, where Christ is, liberty lies. So this week we're going to be talking about peace. All right, um, Jaden. Hey, everybody. Um, thank you for having me again on the podcast. Um, and I appreciate the support. All right, so let's jump straight into it. Um, the world finds peace as an absence of war, a state of happiness, freedom within an along with people and nations, right? But Mm -hmm. what peace is um, said to be in the Bible is the absence of fear and total trust in God. Um, Um, Yeah, like, so the thing about it is that biblical peace, if you look at it, the Hebrew is shalom, if mm -hmm. um, in the Old Testament and that is more associated with completeness and wholeness not necessarily the absence of conflict and so biblical peace does not necessarily mean the absence of war but completeness with god and his ability to heal what is broken or unfilled true 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 um we can let's turn to um, Matthew five, verse nine, um, and it says, "Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God." Um, let's. We, I know we just covered it a little bit, but let's talk about peacemakers, right? Because after that, and I kind of find it funny, it also says, "Blessed are those." Or persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven now for a little context prior to this prior to verse 9 it talks about God giving us great things um, giving us the kingdom of heaven comforting us who mourn um, if we're humble we er- we inherit the earth we're being filled with um, righteousness after we hunger and thirst for it and so on and so forth but here i find it interesting that right after he says peacemakers for they shall be called children of god he goes and says blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven i find that kind of interesting because it takes a dark turn it seems like because of our righteousness and because of um, us being called children of god and being peacemakers in God's eyes and not in the world's eyes that we will be persecuted. Can you touch on that a little bit? So first let's go into verse nine before we go into verse 10. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, blessed are the peacemakers. So mm-hmm. a peacemaker, what, what, I mean, it's pretty simple. Someone who makes peace. As sure. Christians, if you look at the Beatitudes as a whole, the Beatitudes are not, um, things that some Christians will have or some Christians will mourn and others will um, be humble. No, this is the guideline of 
what a Christian life should look like. Mm-hmm. This is like the basic blueprint of you should have these things in your life. You should be hunger and thirsting for righteousness. You should be merciful, things like that. So this talk about being a peacemaker is not something that only some Christians should be doing. This is something all of us should be doing in our lives, making peace. And so what it means by making peace is um, reconciling, rebuilding, forgiving. Um, it involves acts of restitution, refusing to seek revenge, and humbly serving and loving our enemies. You see, it, 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 being a peacemaker has to do with being humble, being patient, and loving. Showing those things to others and seeing how they are broken, how relationships have been broken, how we have ourselves have broken relationships, and trying to make them whole again. Like we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, um, biblical peace has to do with being whole, remaking what was broken whole. And so we as Christians have to do the same. When we see that in our lives we have broken something, whether it be a relationship or whether it be a friendship, whether it be, we should seek to reconcile with that person, to make peace with that person. To And sometimes it does mean the absence of conflict, but it more of the times means to make right. To, to make things right after they have been broken or made wrong. And so that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to have that um, that peacemaker attitude, to seek peace wherever we can find it. And it's so funny that it says that we will be called sons of God. Because when we do this, we're emulating God's character. His, yep. his, he is a God of peace. It, Jesus is said to be the Prince of Peace in Isaiah. And so we see that when we have these characteristics of being a peacemaker, of rebuilding, of restoring, of reconciling, of forgiving and things like that, we're following Christ's example. We're emulating his character. We're being like God's children. So that's why it says we'll be sons of God because we will be um, following in his footsteps. Yep. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed to mean, us following God's footsteps in creating peace. Um, I, um, I also want to say, Sean, that the, 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 the peace that God gives is very different from what the world um, the version of peace is like we said before the world's version of peace is the absence of conflict the absence of of war yep but the bible describes peace as something that god provides this this yep. like i said this complete this completeness you'll find peace or shalom all throughout the the, the hebrew bible and it's very it'll be used in circumstances that we wouldn't expect but that peace, that, that fullness comes from God and it can be seen in many aspects of our lives. Um, one, one verse I wanted to touch on um, is uh, John 16, 33. 
I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And that's a very good segue into um, curing our next portion, which is verse 10. Christ says in, in, um, in John 16, 33, that in him we have peace, but in the world you will have tribulation. Yep. But so take heart, the, for he has the, overcome um, the world. So as we see in the, um, the ver- uh, verse 10 of Matthew 5, we see that it says that... Um, Blessed are those who are persecuted. And so we see that the peace that we have with God oftentimes creates conflict with others. Our desire to follow him creates um, conflict and um, animosity from the world, from those who do not follow Christ. And so it's, even though we are called to be peacemakers, finding peace is not always possible. It's not always something that can be attained and so we always have to recognize that we always must seek peace with god first then um peace with the world or peace with others peace with him should always come first and that's what jesus came for to reconcile us to be that peacemaker to reconcile us with god to justify us with him you know like i was saying following christ doesn't always create peace with others um matthew 10 um 34 says don't assume that i came to bring peace on the earth i did not come to bring peace but a sword meaning that christ came to bring his message and that message would be controversial that it would split people that it would not bring peace mm. that would, it would not bring completeness as the hebrew described it to be but rather he came to give us peace that passes all understanding in him to have peace with god you see there there's two there's there's two different ways you can have peace you can have internal peace with god an external conflict with the world or internal conflict and external peace Mind you, that, that external peace is a false sense of peace. Is that peace that means no war, but are you truly complete? Are you truly whole? And so that's why I say we always have to seek peace with God first, because he's the only one who can truly bring that completeness, that wholeness, that to fill and heal what has been broken. You see, as Christians, we're called to be peacemakers to reconcile to rebuild to make whole what has been broken and as said before peace is the absence of fear and trust in him and to add to that it means to unwaveringly abide in him and his promises to not stress of what comes but to faithfully just trust in god and to not be broken or in shambles to stand firm and be whole in him and so when the fears of this world come when trials and temptations come our peace our trust our security lies in him and not in anything else lies in his promises his word and not in the the 
the the peace that the world wants to give the the false sense of of no war no conflict but when there is these this false sense of no conflict there is still conflict it's just not being said and so we have to always seek to fight in god's peace go after his peace his his wholeness his completeness to let him guide our lives and to get that internal peace even though it can lead to persecution persecution even though it can lead to that external conflict because internal peace is always better than internal conflict Mm -hmm. um (laughs) we said a lot just now um you said a lot i said a lot prior to um and you talked about god god's peace now us as christians we have our own standards of peace right so maybe we could talk a little bit about that standard of peace um yeah so like i said before the 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 peace of a christian comes from god (laughs) is that that trust in him and that desire to reconcile what has been broken with others now that reconciliation does not always mean going back to the way things were, but it does mean trying to rebuild what has been broken. Imagine it as a wall and someone has taken bricks from that wall. I think even in the Bible, it describes peace this way. Um, and the, the some of the bricks have been taken and then you decide to put those bricks back to make whole what has been made unwhole to rebuild what has been decimated. And so that seek of peace is not always easy though. You see that that willingness to make up for what was wrong, to, to forgive others, to not seek revenge. And revenge does not always mean violence, but those physical, those words that you use against that person, that mm. fighting, that anger that animosity that's revenge too it's not just always killing somebody in return but it's how you treat them in return and so as christians it's deeper than just to say i'm not gonna harm this person or i'm not gonna have conflict with this person this is the difference between um biblical peace and worldly peace worldly peace says it's fine no conflict just there is no war biblical peace says no conflict but what's more is that i will help my enemy i will help that person i have had issues with i've had conflict with to make right not just to stop the conflict but to make it right um in the biblical times after two nations would go to war and they would stop that war They were not just called to stop the war. They were called to help one another after the conflict had been ended. And so that's what we're called to do. Not just to end conflict, but to go further than that. To see that person that hurt you and to forgive. To to see that person who did you wrong and decide not to seek vengeance and just to give it to God. Peace comes with restraint. It comes with humility. It comes with patience. 
but most importantly, I say it comes with love. The desire to love God and put your trust in him and to love others and decide to show that love over your emotion, over how hurt you may feel or how angry you, how much anger you are consumed by to allow God's peace to guide you and not to allow the world's view of peace to just let you stay docile, to not seek to go further, to help more, to to do better. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wholeheartedly Um, well, if there is nothing else that you would want to say, um, I think that brings us to the end of this episode. And, um, the closing remarks to have is, would you rather be at peace with the world and be at war with God or at war with the world and at peace with God? All right, that's a question each of us has to answer for ourselves. And so, and also, what does not to cut you off? Go ahead. But what does peace look like in our life? How yep. can we be more of a peacemaker? How can we be more sons and daughters of God? As um, Matthew five nine says, when we are peacemakers. We are sons of God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And so, how can I be a better peacemaker? How can I rebuild better? How can I reconcile better? How can I be complete with others better? You know? And like I said, it's not easy. It's, it's, it's especially difficult for us Christians because we're called to do more than just to cease conflict. But it's to go farther, to help more, to love harder. You know, yep. it's difficult, but God is there to help us. You know, his peace is what leads us to seek peace with others. His completeness gives us the desire to make what's broken whole again. And so look at your life. Look in your community, your household. How can you be more like a peacemaker how can you emulate god's character more um i just wanted to end off by saying a good resource to learn more about peace is the bible project they made a a word study video about peace um it's biblical history how it was used and how we as christians today can be better peacemakers how we can restore what has been broken through god and through his love all right guys um the link to their youtube channel will be down in the description they also have a podcast that will be down in the description as well um without any further ado we're gonna ask Jaden if you can pray and then we're gonna sign off the lord thank you for this day thank you for your grace your mercy and your love father i ask that you hope us you guide us and protect us you help us to do what is right to be peacemakers to seek to rebuild to seek to make whole what has been broken father i ask that you help us to recognize that your peace passes all understanding and 
sometimes that will confuse others that will make them not want to be in your peace because they can understand it father help them to see you as who you are the the loving kind god you are and help them to experience that same peace that you have given to us father that that understanding that you are all we need and that we can abide in you and trust in you no matter what comes no matter how bad the storm is or how terrible things seem to recognize that you are god and we can peaceably rest in you to not worry about what happened but to continue to trust in your promises in jesus name we pray amen amen all right guys thank you for tuning in to this week's episode join us next week for next week's topic all right Peace.